Okay, folks, this is Rabble Rousing Rich Bergeron, and we're on the line with Phil LaGreco. And uh, tell us a little bit about uh, how you got into the uh, fight game, Phil. Well, I was very young. Uh, I was 10 years old. I was very energetic. My father liked, you know, liked the sport of boxing. I liked to fight. I used to get into fights in uh, elementary school because, you know, I was a a kid, you know, coming from Italy and I didn't speak any English, so they were making fun of me because I didn't speak any English. And uh, one day, we just, my father took me to the gym and been in love with the sport ever since. Awesome. Uh, and it looks like you had a lot of your early fights up in Canada, and then uh, you've been uh, New Jersey, Las Vegas, uh, all the way over to Italy. You had a fight over there. Uh, yeah. What's yeah. been your favorite place to fight so far? Uh, of course, the city of Las Vegas. Uh, nobody does it better than Las Vegas, that's for sure. Right. And uh, what do you know about this guy you've got uh, the fight coming up against on the 12th? I don't know much about him, but I, you know, I definitely found out what I need to know about him. In order for me to uh, show up June 12 and get the victory, uh, I know that he's a softball, he's tall, um, he's from Florida. He had, uh, you know, he was a prospect. He was considered a prospect back in the day. He didn't emerge for whatever reason. So, you know, a lot of fighters sometimes they don't emerge as they're supposed to. And uh, but I know that he's gonna try his best. I know he's bringing his best and I'm expecting the best out of him because it's on TV and it's in his hometown. So um, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, we'll tell him you said that because we'll have him on later tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, hey, what's been your best moment in the sport so far? Probably the second part of my career because, you know, I quit the sport of boxing a couple of years ago. I wasn't going to return. And probably this part of my career, signing with Al Heyman and getting the right opportunities and the right team together and getting the proper pays where I don't have to worry about nothing but just train and, you know, work on my craft in the gym. Right. Um, also, when I was in the Italian Olympic boxing team, uh, it was just, you know, there was a lot of thrills with uh, that team. And I ran into so many good fighters. I remember I used to spar with Gennady Golovkin back oh, in wow. the amateurs, and I told awesome. myself, man, if this guy ever goes pro, he's going to make a massacre. And this <laughs> is me telling myself this in 2004, 2003. Wow, that's cool. And, you know, and a lot of these guys don't go pro because they have like special programs. Like in Italy, they have special programs for you to stay in the amateur game, so you, you know, the government pays you a amount of dollars or money. Right. And... Uh, <laughs> This way, you know, you're not so influenced to turn pro. So, but he did, and he, you know, yeah. So, there's a lot of good memories, you know, in the amateur games. I traveled the world with the Canadian team, with the Italian team. I represent two countries. Mm -hmm. uh, not too many fighters can say that they represent the two countries uh, in the amateurs. Yeah, yet alone, can't, fighters can't even say they could represent one. I had the, the luxury to represent two. Right. It's too bad we don't have our co-host on right now. He's uh, Tony the Tornado Pentacal. He calls himself. He's Italian. And, oh, uh, nice. He's done a little yeah. amateur boxing with me in college. But um, 
Who is the toughest guy you ever faced so far? Believe it or not, a guy five and ten. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget his nickname, Mexican Chihuahua. Hector? <laughs> he was the last minute replacement. This was my first fight on the Golden Boy. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. So my original opponent, you know, uh, couldn't make it or I don't know what the reason was. He, so they found this other replacement. I'm like, okay, so whatever. So all of a sudden the, the, the mind... Is at ease. I'm fighting guy five and ten. It should be no no problem. Right. So guy five and ten never been knocked out. Uh, he didn't have no knock no no knockout. Nothing. It was five and ten with no knockout. Mm-hmm. I go in the first round. He hit me with a flash punch. It was off balance. I went down. I get up. I'm like, oh shit! I'm <laughs> in a fight all of a sudden. Right. So and then believe it or not. I'll never forget it. This guy, Mexican Chihuahua, five and ten. He gave me the toughest fight. He gave me. He he gave me some real work. You know. Nice. Then we talk about you know high caliber fighters. Uh, you can't really judge Spence. Anybody that judges me on a, on a Spence fight doesn't know anything about boxing because I took that fight on two days. And actually, they're better than most fighters that fought him. On two days, actually won a round out of the three. I actually was able to hit him. Um, Porter gave me... Uh, uh, with Porter, you have to definitely be in shape. I know that for sure. Because I fought him, I spar him. He's a great guy. He's like a you have to have a hyperbaric chamber, yeah. too, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All those equipment yeah. stuff. Yeah. He's not the most talented guy where you'd say, oh, look at his right hand. Look how, look how nice he threw that hook. That's not him. That's not football. He's just like the, the workman... Uh, he's like the workman fighter, you know? Yeah. So he just works. He just That's uh, him. He volume. Gets, he's in shape. That's, I'll put volume. <laughs> that's, you and, know, uh, show, so. Doesn't consider yeah. defense too much. <laughs> Unless yeah. he's hurt. Unless yeah. he's hurt, then he might put his hand up. But uh, he's just boom, 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 yeah. boom, punching. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, somebody's going to figure out that style and adjust to it. Uh, <clears throat> you know, the best fighters, like, yeah. uh, it's kind of uh, amazing to me the way the welterweight division and those around it in boxing have become the big superstars lately uh you know like right. middleweight welterweight where it used to be the heavyweights you know now the heavyweight division is hit, shifting overseas to the big stars so <laughs> in america it's like yeah. welterweights well uh, you, you also have to remember uh now yes in the welterweight division there's great fighters but also a lot of them are becoming characters and right. people like characters they like people that you know are able to talk to people. They're able to to market themselves and promote themselves out there outside of boxing. So let's not forget that too, because I'm sure if there other fighters who do the same in other weight classes, you know, they will give uh, you know uh, a good go even in the welterweight division. You know, as a good comparison, you know, there's a lot of great super middleweights, a lot of excellent light heavyweights. But I think the most marketable ones right now are the welterweight division as well as, you know, the the the, the talent is, you know, rich of talent, right. that division. Uh, so what do you think about this Premier Boxing Championship uh, situation and uh, with a lot of the free TV boxing going on and uh, your chance to be on Bounce TV here? Uh, well, I'm sure my opponent is going to agree. There was no way he was going to get it a chance 
to fight on free TV. If it wasn't for PBC, neither would I have uh, had the chance. Uh, I guess, you know, it gives fighters uh, a chance to promote themselves to the public and uh, the fact that PBC has a lot of dates. Yes, you know, we know it's a big investment that they're doing. How can you go wrong? I think anybody that writes negative things about the PBC situation doesn't want to boxing to get ahead. Right. No. Yeah, in a lot of ways, that's definitely true. Um, what would you say is the thing you love most about the sport of boxing? That I love most? Yeah. I think uh, the thrills that you get just before a fight, the weigh-in, uh, the emotions. Yeah. You know, you're alert, everything. Everything, like, at least for me, I mean, you know, you know exactly. When, it, when it's fight week, you just alert to everything what's going on you know everything yeah what's, you know what's around you and everything like you're so focused on the fight but you also saw a light like you've never been alive before because you're just re you're getting ready to go for battle so uh -huh. it's exciting and uh that's the best thing that i like about boxing the worst thing about boxing <laughs> knowing that i'm a talent and this is an easy one and i'll, yeah. I'll probably let you answer it <laughs> you know what that is Losing, I, yeah, but making the weight, yeah, you know, being a straight yeah. diet, losing weight, yeah, it's tough. Uh, when I boxed, I kind of was, uh, I was in college and I, I kind of came in heavy to that semester of competitive boxing. I just did a club team up at my own school and then I went one semester and did it. And uh, after I lost the initial weight, it wasn't so bad, but I was used to wrestling in college like seven pounds over the weight I actually weighed. So, <laughs> okay. so it wasn't bad. Right. You know, just, uh, it was, uh, yeah, right now country. it's tough. I'm, I'm I mean, a little bit older. Those guys to lose weight. UFC, I mean, they're just crazy. Yeah. Shutting down 20 pounds in two days. No, you can't I mean, do that's that. That's not a real. Two athletes, I'm not going to compare both sports because it's not fair, about. A boxer, I think, is a true athlete, makes the weight way ahead of the time, right. yeah. follows his diet eight weeks before a fight, is on weight, you know, four, five, six days before a fight. You know, uh, there's so much discipline and dedication to the sport of boxing. I mean, these guys, they do these weight cuts. Well, boxing are also pounds. thought about their weights a lot more, and they've spaced them out pretty good as opposed to MMA, which there's yeah. a lot of big jumps. You know, you go from 205 yeah, yeah. to all the way up to 265 for heavyweight. So think about how many mismatches uh -huh. there are, 20 pounds, 30 pounds heavier than a guy. Uh, you think if, I'm fighting, if I'm at 206, I'll fight a guy 265? Yeah, you could. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, super heavyweight. That's a, that's a heavyweight, you know. That's like a in the pros and boxing. Yeah. Who go over two hundred one? You can fight a guy two sixty. Yeah. You're two hundred two. You fight a guy two sixty. I Same mean, uh, but eh, you know, to each his own. I mean, I tried that weight cut crap. Uh, I mean. No, not, now, uh, not did you have any favorite boxers growing up or throughout your career that you uh, either watch all the time now or used to watch a lot of to uh, learn the like, sport? I watch now a lot. Uh, I like Trinidad. I like uh, Julio Cesar Chavez. 
Roberto Ryan. I like fighters. Uh, Marvin Hagler, of course, he was uh, he was another yeah. machine who never who was just work work work. He was just in shape and he was a puncher yeah. and he could do a lot of great things in the ring. Yeah, I met Roberto Duran once out in Vegas and uh, doesn't seem to speak a lick of English still to this day. <laughs> it's unfortunate. You know, because he's got all these bodyguards and stuff like that, but I shook his hand and everything. I was ringside at an event and then, you know, I tried to get him on my radio show, of course, and then, you know, he's like, oh, no, no, I don't, I don't know if he was pretending or what. <laughs> he pretended like he didn't speak English. But uh, he's, he looks yeah. pretty good for his age, and uh, he's definitely still following boxing. You know, he does a lot with the sport, so yeah. it's cool. That's cool. Um, do you have a favorite punch? Everyone knows it's my left hook, right? All right. Yeah. yeah. The left hook is no a good secret. punch. Yeah. I love it. What's your ultimate goal with the sport of boxing? Yes, I love it. You know what? I love competing. I love fighting. I love being in the gym. Ever since I came back to boxing, I've just been in the gym all day. I just love fighting. Right. Fight the best. Getting a chance to fight the best. That's what was my ultimate goal. Of course, you want to fight for. I want to fight for the world title. I want to win it as well. But I want to. I also have a chance to fight the best. Just slug it out with anybody and anybody. You know right. what I mean? So I'm not. Before it was like okay, you know, maybe I can't fight because you know the prize isn't right and the reward. But when PBC came along, everything seems to be right. Let's just fight. That's it. You know, let's just fight. Give the fans what they want, and just uh, fight anybody and anybody. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing. That, you know how many people get involved in fighting, and 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 they just want to either make money or they have alternative motives. And, but there's very few people oh, who yeah. just like to fight, you know, and I think that's one of the reasons why I, I really do uh, watch a lot of mixed martial arts because I've noticed there's there's some people who just do it for the love of the sport rather than the money. The money is way better in boxing, but, you know, you can tell when somebody's fighting for the love of it. They just love to get in and scrap. It makes, it's fun, you know what I mean? Right. If you're in shape, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you should want to improve it a little bit every day. You know, always be looking on how to make it a little bit better and work with different people. And it's one of the things about doing it Look, uh, with an organized team. It's a tough sport. In college. It's a tough sport. Yeah. We're in the, we're in the, this is the toughest sport in the world. It's a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. There's no argument about it. I, I res ever, let me tell you something. Ever since that match, Mexican Chihuahua, yeah. <laughs> uh, Funny name, but you know, guy, showed right? up. I respect every fighter, even yeah. if he's even if he's zero on ten. Yeah. You know, throughout the set or not, to get inside that ring, even though he do, he does not belong in the ring, even though he doesn't belong in the ring, and throughout the set or not, and still go in the ring, respect. You know. Exactly. So. Uh, is there anybody uh, outside the ring uh, who was a role model to you, helped you out along the way? Uh, I mean, I got to thank uh, Sam Watson and Al Heyman. Uh, to be honest, Sam really, uh, is, you know, we have a very good relationship. He really helped me out a lot. That, 
I uh, very thankful for. I wasn't gonna be boxing no more if it wasn't for this guy. No way, not for all the. And I always knew that, you know, uh, I would I needed a better team for me to get ahead. And it, it's just so sad how I see. Let's say there is uh, fifteen thousand dollars for a fight, and they offer a guy five thousand dollars. Yeah. And the matchmaker takes ten. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, jeez. You know what I mean? Like, it's sad. It's sad. So, you know. Uh, uh, anyways. It's a That's why I always tell people, don't be naive. It's a division of the sporting world where, you know, people just automatically think, oh, you're a fighter, you're used to being taken advantage of, so we're going to take this, that, and the other thing. And No, I, unfortunately, I got a brain. Unfortunately, God gave me a brain, and I learned how to use it. That's what a lot of, in the beginning of my career, I had problems with my managers and my uh, promoters. I didn't, I didn't like where, I didn't see no vision. Right. So, hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a influential guy. I could be successful in other things if this thing doesn't work out. That's what I kept telling myself. Right. Always gotta have a day job, <laughs> fight business sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, you know, not only we're putting the line, life on the line too, but get the right reward. Yeah. You know, get the reward that you deserve. That's all. You know. Yeah, it is one of the riskier sports too. Much riskier than MMA as far as deaths go around the world. You know, a lot yeah. more people die in boxing matches. So. It is something con to consider. A lot of people don't uh, even put that in their equations when they talk about the dangers of both sports. Because you think about how many punches in a boxing match are thrown in the, at the head, you know. MMA, you're wrestling a lot, yeah. so there's a lot of body punches. But in boxing, you know, the object yeah. is to knock the guy out more than anything, so you're aiming for the head all the time. Uh, yeah. Over 12 rounds break in between so it's uh, it's a lot of if you don't know what you're doing defensively it's a lot of head trauma you gotta worry about of course. Of course. Um, now uh, do you, I don't know if you do any predictions uh, but how do you see this fight going coming up I just uh, I'm there to do my job I'm there to follow the game plan of what my coach wants me to do and I'm very confident of victory. There's no way I would go to uh, somebody's hometown. Right. To think I'm going there. No, no, no. You know, so I'm going to win. And I'm not coming alone. I have uh, enough people coming to support me. So uh, it's going to be a good fight. I know the guy's talented. I love that some of the tapes. Uh, you know, there's things that he likes to do. There's things that he doesn't like to do. Uh, you know, his confidence level, I don't think it's, it's where, it, uh, where it should be. So, uh, you know. But I know he's going to give me a good fight. And, uh, look, the better man win. That's it. I'm just confident in my abilities. All right. Um, and how do people find you online out there? Obviously, you're on Facebook. That's how I oh, found you. <laughs> Facebook page, Philip Greco. Yeah. 
Twitter and uh, Instagram. All right. So, Phil. And if you're uh, a supermodel, maybe they can reach me out uh, personally. All right. For supermodels only? <laughs> I can give your phone number out? <laughs> yeah. If they contact me? No, I'm just All kidding. Right. I, I'm just kidding. All right. No, that's funny. But, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to watching the fights, and uh, we're going to have Joseph on the show a little bit later um, to talk about the fight as well. And uh, it's too bad we couldn't coordinate it at the same time. You know, then you guys, guys could have a little smack talk time, and uh, even though you're not face-to-face -face yet, it could be fun. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. so, so psychological warfare is oh, half as fun as the fight. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, That's cool. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be listening to this later anyway. I appreciate so. you reaching out. All right. I appreciate, but, I appreciate you reaching out, and I hope to come on your show soon again. Yeah, awesome. It's great talking to you, and uh, have have a good training camp. And, uh, you know, I, I usually say uh, best of luck, but I know you're not going to need it, right? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> appreciate right. it. Awesome, Phil. Have a good one. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye.